funny that Cade said Romans 8 because that's where we're going right now. Ethan, go ahead and, and give me Romans 8. I know that's the last thing I gave you, but I'm going to go ahead and go to it right now. Romans 8. Um, I think we're going to start at 31. Romans 8, 31. Powerful, powerful verse. Powerful verses, powerful scripture, powerful. Why is it so powerful? Because it talks to us. It talks to those of us in this room. Because so many are going through so many, so many of us are going through so many things that the devil tries to get us off balance. He gets, tries to get us off kilter. He tries to, listen, some of you are letting the devil get you out of church. Some of you are letting the devil talk to you and thinking that, man, church is not important. Things are not important of God. The things of God are the most important things that you will ever do in your life. Do you know God is more important than your family? God is more important than your job. God is more important than your bank account. Sometimes we think, well, yeah, if I'm not doing this, or if I'm not doing that, my bank account don't have this in it and that in it and this, this much. Listen, God takes care of all of us. You won't believe it. I'm not bragging at all when I say this. I told Gina the other day, we spent more, or I told somebody else the other day, we spent more in August in one month than we did the entire first year we were married. And I look back and I think, man, what in the world? What is going on? And then Gina said, you know what though? The thing is, is you did not have to borrow one stinking dime to do it. Now that's God. That's God. Somebody with barely a high school education. I hadn't had math since the eighth grade. That was, that's what a Christian school does to you, amen? That God shows me, God gives me things to do. Man, there are... Charles, do you know God gave you some things in your mind to do and you reacted upon them? And then God gives you other things in your mind and He says, you react upon this. I'm talking to a business owner here. You react upon these things and watch me work, but leave me in the middle of them. You understand what I'm saying? God's trying to, just trying to tell you something this morning. There's, there's people in here that God is speaking to you He's telling you this is, how, this is how it's done. He puts things in your, right in front of you, in your mind, and you got to get them in your heart. There's too many, all right, there's just too many people in here this morning that have a business mind, that want things, that want to do things your way, but the thing is, is God's telling you right now, you cannot do them your way, you've got to do them mine first. And then you watch how I can work in them. So many times God has given me so many ideas but if I take those ideas and I try and work them alone, I fail every time. Every time. Eric, come on, man. You've got something right in front of you. God's talking to you. He's talking to you every day. And you know what I'm talking about. And some people are saying, you'll never make any money doing that. Well, see, the thing is, is you've got the Spirit of God guiding you. So therefore, you can do things that people won't ever believe that you can do. We just got to listen. We just got to listen to that inner voice. We got to listen to that inner voice. There are so many, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not speaking to, to everybody just right on like that, but I'm trying to tell you, man, there's so many people in here that God is putting so 
so good of ideas and just put them right there to you and you're afraid to do them because you don't know what will happen. Well, here's what it is. I'm just, I'm just, I'm speaking to you now this morning, okay, as, as your pastor. Don't let anything scare you out of what God has for you. Don't let anybody scare you out of it. Because see, God's got ways of making things work that everybody else thinks won't work. God's got ways of making money. Everybody else thinks you can't do it. And they'll tell you so. I don't know how many times I've been told that. How many times? But you know, God wants you completely out of debt. Completely out of debt. I mean completely out of debt. So he's put some uh, he's put some some things in you that that you've got a really knack of doing really cool things. What are you doing anyway? You've got a really cool you've got a really way of doing cool things, and people like what you do. But as Gina said this morning, you've got to let the past go. And you've got to quit thinking, well, this person thinks this about me and this person thinks this about me when actually they're not thinking anything about you at all. They're just thinking how great you are. So you just move forward. But the thing is, I'm telling you and I'm telling you and I'm telling you and I'm telling the rest of you, you put God first. Don't expect for things just to happen if you're not putting God first in your business. Speaking to myself here too. Amen? Right, Kevin? Come on. Put God first. So here we go. What shall we say to these things? Is God, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, then who can be against us? Who can be against us? Man, some of the, some of the crap that just comes in front of us every day. I mean, if, if you knew, you know, the things that Gene and I went through in the past month, everything seemed to quit. I borrowed an umbrella from Stan and the wind picked it up, blew it off the end of the yard and broke in pieces. I thought, what is this? So I had to go buy him a new one. I just, you know, the dishwasher quit. The refrigerator quit. On and on and on and on and on. And, you know, you get this attitude of, I don't know what God, why is God punishing me? Why? Why is God doing this to me? I just don't understand why I'm going through this. And then sometimes God will speak through your wife. <laughs> okay, no way on Okay. <laughs> sometimes God will speak through your wife. Every day. There you go. <laughs> and she said, you know, you, need, you really need to be glad right now that God gave you a way to pay your bills. Because we've given for so long and we have, we, you know, we've lived by faith for 30-something years now. Not saying that I've, I've had the right attitude every time. Amen? Well, we've lived by faith and God has ways, man. Quit. Quit struggling. Come on, everybody tell me, quit struggling. Well, no, you quit struggling too. He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? 
Man, there's a, there's, a, there's a young fellow sitting here on the second row that, man, you just, you excite me every time I see you on Facebook. I mean, he just, he just gets me excited because he's taking his job and he's just going full force. Yeah. I mean, the guy's just going full force. He's getting out there and he's, I know why, because they want to have five kids. And she probably <laughs> told him he had a, and prophesying now. Woo, I'm prophesying now. <laughs> yeah. And, and let me tell you, Kyle, um, you and I have a real joking relationship, right? But I'm telling you right now, man, you put God first in that, in that business that you're doing and selling cars and watch. Yeah, watch. But if you try and do it by yourself, things are going to be a whole lot harder on you. Yeah. But you have the ability to do great things. God wants you to know that you've got the ability to do great and wonderful things. Just, just He's saying, just let me work. Let me work in what you do. Amen. Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? I want to know how many of you are God's elect in this room? Yeah. All right, half of you. you Bob, I'm doing good as a pastor. How many of you are God's elect in this room? Oh, well, a little bit better. That's good. Man, we're God's elect. We're God's children. If we get to that verse today, we're, we're God's kids. Amen. And you want the best thing for your kids. Amen. Uh, Gina and I have been speaking over our children for so long. We want them to do better than us. How many of you mom and dads in here want your kids to do better than you? And you know why? Because they're going to take care of us when we're old. What? That's the Bible. They're going to, Ethan's going to take care of you when you're old, Tim. Oh, you're going to be able to take that wife to wonderful places. She's going to get out of school, and you're going to be able to do wonderful things. But you just got to hold on for a little while. Right? I mean, we are God's elect. It is, it is God who justifies. I thought I was tripping over something. It was a big hole in the floor there. <laughs> who is he who condemns? Is the Christ who died? It is Christ who died, and furthermore is also risen. Who is even at the right hand of God? And makes intercession for us. So, I, every time I go through something, every time I spend money where I don't want to spend it, every time that Gina gets mad at me for something, every time, what? That happens, believe it or not. There's, there's things that you, know, that you go through in your family, that you go through in your marriage, that you just, there's things that you go through and, you, and we tend to forget. Oh, he already went to the next one. Jesus is making intercession for us in everything we go through. And I want say, I said this before in church, and I still believe it. I believe the Spirit of God speaks to me every day. Yes. Somebody challenged me on that. He does not. Yes. yes, he does. If he's not speaking to you, you're just not listening. Amen. The Spirit of God speaks to you every day, and you have to li- you you you've just got to make the choice to listen. Believe it or not. Listen, if there's nothing that you're hearing today, believe it or not that. You are making the decisions on how your life goes. God is not sitting up there dictating your life. Believe it or not, some of the decisions that we make, a lot of the decisions that we make are guiding where we're going right now. And we've got, sometimes we've got to make different decisions. That's called responsibility. And some of God's elect are not very responsible, Amen. 
Come on now, don't look at me like that. Like, boy, you're crazy this morning. Some of us are not very responsible for our decisions. Hear all the time, well, God, God led me to that man. God led me to that woman. God might have led, God, have, God might have helped you get to that man or that woman. But you see, you're going to make decisions from that point on. God did not put you in a position to where you had to live with that person or have sex with that person before marriage. God didn't have anything to do with that. Well, Mark, you're being really nosy this morning. Well, <laughs> you see, don't, don't, we can't blame God one way or the other for how our life goes. We're making decisions. Amen. We make financial decisions. We make f- decisions on who we hang around. We make, we make decisions. And so, therefore, based on our decisions and how our life goes. But I will tell you this. And you can just mark my words on this because you'll find it in the Word. God does not take you away from godly things to get somewhere else. Well, that was straight from the Lord this morning. God doesn't put things in front of you that will take you away from Him. Yeah, but my job looks good. It'll, it'll you know, I'll, I'll work more. I'll take. God's not going to take you away from the things that are, that, that are His. All right, let's go on because we got to finish. Who, wait a minute, did we get that verse already, Ethan? Okay. Oh, he went back. Way to go. Oh, ye who will take care of your parents in a few years. <laughs> who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress? How many of you have gone through tribulation and distress here lately? How many of you are stressed out just a little bit right now? Go ahead and put your hands up. All right, we're going we're gonna to let... No, don't take your hands down yet. We're going to let that stress go. Now put your other hand up and surrender the stress. Candy, you can't put your hand up, so put your hand up for her. There you go. That's good. <laughs> Father, in Jesus' name, we let that stress go. In Jesus' name, there is nothing, nothing that can separate me from the love of God. Nothing. Come on, let's say that. There is nothing. There is nothing that can separate me from the love of God. Nothing at all. Come on now. Let's say that with me. Nothing at all. I mean nothing that can separate us from the love of God. No tribulation, no distress, no persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword. Nothing. Nothing at all. Stress, you got to go. You got to go. I ain't got time for it. You ain't got time for it. It might as well go because we just ain't got time. We just don't have time. Let's go on. As it is written, for your sake we are all killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. If you're born again, if you've accepted Jesus as your Savior, you are already a conqueror. Amen. Now, it's your choice to make decisions how your life goes. You can be a conqueror, but live like you're already defeated. Some of us are living in a lie. We're letting the devil tell us that we're already defeated. 
when he already knows that we're a conqueror. We're already a conqueror. We're not waiting to conquer. Woo, I'm going to conquer this job. I'm going to conquer. No, you're already a conqueror. Just listen to what God has for you. I've got to listen to what God has for me. I've got to, some things that I, I really believe that I might do really well on, I might not. Got to listen, and sometimes, as much as it hurts, then again, the Holy Spirit comes and speaks through your wife. And it just, it just drives some of us crazy. But see, let me tell you something. When the two of us are together, Come on, Dennis, it's true. <laughs> when the two of us are together, watch how God works. How many of you know that, that if, you're, if you're married, if you're connected to somebody who doesn't believe like you, it brings a lot of distortion to your life? That's why it's so important not to get connected physically and mentally with somebody who doesn't believe like you do because it will bring Confusion into your life. That's a fact, Jack. All right, let's finish up. Yet in all these things, oh, for I am persuaded. Here he goes again. This is the Apostle Paul, and, he, and here he goes again. He says, I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels. How many of you know that sometimes things look so good? Brought this angel into my life. Brought this, brought this job into my life. Brought, this, brought whatever into my life. But yet you know without a doubt in your heart because the Spirit of God is, is talking to you. He's talking to me. That is not the direction that I want you to go. And then you have to make the decision. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height, nor depth. Come on, you got to get a hold of this. Nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing. There's not one thing in this world. There's not one thing in the spirit world. How many of you, how many of you know the spirit, of, the spirit world is even more alive than the physical world? The physical world that you're living in today is only temporary, folks. That pretty body that you're living in is only temporary. Hallelujah, Hallelujah Gator, you got to get rid of that thing someday. You're going to leave from your body and you're going to go on living. There are things in the spirit world that are trying to keep you and me from living the life God has already given us. He, they're trying to keep us from being a conqueror, the conqueror that we already are. But Paul, the, the Apostle Paul says that nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate me or us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Man, come on. Somebody ought to shout about that. You know, God's, God, God's trying to speak to us this morning. That, man, there are some things that need to take place in our lives. Man, there are some, there are some miracles that, that need to take. There are some things that are getting ready to happen. 
Man, I believe it. I believe it. I mean, there's, you know, so many things have, the church has changed in so many ways in the past 2,000 years. So much has come into the church that really didn't belong. We've been talking about that for weeks. There are some things that the church adapted into the, into the church itself that doesn't belong. And I believe that God is rising God is rising up a new generation of church that just doesn't care about how the building looks, how they look, how, they, how people speak to them, how, how much money is in the bank, how much, you know, we don't dictate how God moves based on where we're meeting or how much money is in the church account or those things don't dictate how God moves. If God tells you to go into a place to preach under a bridge, then that's what you do. I've seen it. If God tells you that he's going to put you into this great chapel somewhere, this great church, well, if you're going there, you better spread God's love in that place you're going. Because the building is not the church you are. God is, God is, Listen, folks, God is moving. He's always been moving. But there's a generation of church that's just, just making the decision that we're going to allow Him to move. We're going to allow Him to move in our children. We're going to allow Him to move in our, in our businesses. We're going to allow Him to move in our marriage. Guys, if, if, if your marriage is just so messed up this morning that you can't hardly take it anymore, God's got a way to keep that together. Yeah, he's speaking to you this morning. Speaking to you this morning. God's got a way to keep it together. You know what? There's sometimes that you've got to make a sacrifice. Gina will tell you she's made quite a few sacrifices. I know it looks like I'm really easy to get along with. Amen. Amen. But sometimes us men, we just kind of we just kind of do what we want to do. Not looking at you for a reason. Okay. We just kind of do what we want to do. We just kind of... But you know, God gave us our woman for a reason. Yeah, go ahead, Tim. Just grab her by the arm. She, you know, God gave you her for a reason, right? Man. David, God gave you Trish for a reason. You know that, don't you? Just keep you in line. Amen? I mean, listen. David, God's got somebody out there. He's got, a, he's got somebody for you that, that he wants to give you. Come on, man. All hope is not lost, buddy. Amen? Father, I just thank you right now for... You know what? This guy has been here from the very first service when we came here. Father, I, right now I thank you for David that, that... Father, you got such great things for him. And Father, I just pray blessing upon him right now. In Jesus' name, Father, he's going to see things happen in his life that he could never believe was going to happen. Father, I thank you that you're moving in his life. Father, I thank you that there is no judgment against him. There is nothing, there is no condemnation. We just read your word. Father, I thank you that you're getting ready to move. I thank you that you're getting ready to move in Terrence's life. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Father. Hallelujah. Come on, stand up with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's just bow our heads and let's just put, put your hands up in the air if you, if, if, if you want to. I know most of you do. And Father, we just thank you right now that you're moving in this place. 
We're not, a, we're not afraid of, of who's going to be at the restaurant, who's not going to be at the restaurant, if the restaurant's busy. Father, I just thank you right now that you're moving in this place. Father, I call, uh, I call restoration right now. I call restoration upon these families and these, these couples, Father. I call restoration because when the devil tries to take something apart, you're going to put it back together. You're going to put it back together. Father, there are things, there are things being, being, being put back together in the hearts of people right now in this place, in this room. Father, touch them. Touch them in a way that they, they know things are happening. Father, touch them in a way that, that they know, man, there's some things that I need to get rid of. There's some things that I just need to let go. There's some things. I'm tired of being in jail. I'm tired of being in prison. And I'm letting it go this morning. It's gone in Jesus' name. And Father, thank you for your word that we know, we know without a doubt that there is nothing in this world that can, that can separate us from your love. Father, your love is so great, so wonderful, so powerful, that every time the devil steps, tries to step in front of me, all I do is I put him back underneath my feet where he belongs. Father, I thank you that, that you are preparing finances for those who are making the decision on the things they need to change. They're making decisions right now that, Father, I'm going to give you my finances because they belong to you anyway. Father, I thank you for those who are saying right now, for the men who are saying right now, I'm giving you my marriage. God, I know I've been doing wrong. I've, I've been doing wrong to her. But right now, Father, I'm, I'm fixing that. I'm changing. I'm making a change right now. And it's a solid change. It's not temporary. It's a forever thing. Thank you, Father, that you're just healing all over the place in this room. Praise you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Father, lastly, I pray that if there's somebody in this room that hasn't accepted Jesus as their Savior, that they, where they stand right now, that they receive You, that they receive Your Son as their Savior. Father, I pray that they're doing right now, doing that right now, not just with their mouth, but in their heart. That they're making that change, the most important change that they will ever make. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Come on, let's give the Lord a shout this morning. And listen, God is moving. My kids went to Ramah last night and Brooke was healed in the service. She has been having some problems for months. We've had her in the hospital twice. And somebody laid hands on her and she just felt the power of God come on her. She's not going to just get up and shout it all over the place. You know how quiet she is, so I'll just do it for her. <laughs> but God moved in that place. And I am so glad that, you know what? We just got it. Sometimes we got to experience that and know that it belongs to us. Isn't that right? Amen. Amen. Man, she was healed. And the thing about it is, is every one of us in here had that same opportunity. We just got to receive. Amen. Let's get out of here like we always get out of here. Are you ready to shout to the Lord? Are you ready to tell the devil who you are?
Because if he tries to tell you anything else, you just go ahead and tell him to shut up. Because he ain't got nothing on you. I'm a child of God. How about you? All right, here we go. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I am a brand new creation in him. I have now approached the presence of God. With no condemnation of sin. I have the mind of Christ. Therefore, what belongs to him? Let me hear it. Now come on, let's give him a shout this morning. 